0: Good evening. For the past two and a half hours, our audience has been wondering why the consultants look so distracted. See if you can work it out using this Victorian pop tune.
1: We're dum da da, we're doo, na 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 na, da 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 Fun as though did he things. We've lost our scripts. We've lost our scripts. (laughs) The consultants is recorded in front of a hired studio audience. Gentlemen, I'm glad you could make it. Not a problem. It's a shame to be stuck in the office on a beautiful day like this. Well, we've got to keep the wolf from the door. Yeah, I really must talk to the council about that. The postman lost three fingers last week. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hi, Pat. Hello, Pat.
0: Too much work, Pat. What, Pat? Thanks, Pat. Guess what? It was Pat. He's got some great financial figures for us. He's going to send them round as soon as possible. That's them, wrapped around the brick. Why what? can't he use the fax? Ah, uh, you know, Pat, he's a
1: traditionalist. <laughs> I'm a skinhead. Let's see what could be so important. What a strange picture. What, what's that she's singing into? No, 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 tell me. over. No. <laughs> now that is good news. Oh, according to this, we're rich. Rich beyond our wildest dreams. Well, I have some pretty wild dreams. I once dreamt that me and Tom Hanks were using Martin Amos as a sledge. Well, you know, even that could come true with this kind of money. Crikey! Amos charges top dollar for that. What made us so rich? It's a combination of things. It says here, our chocolate factory has made a mint,
0: our chimney sales have gone through the roof, and our mathematical Hoover has made a tidy sum.
1: <laughs> and look here! The keys, the gravy, and the organ. We finally managed to sell them. Lock, stock, and barrel. <laughs> We're millionaires! Let's all take early retirement. Fantastic! What will you do now you're a man of leisure, Chesney?
0: Well, I can spend a lot more time with my family. You know, my eldest boy must be eight years old now. Or even 35. It's been too long.
1: <laughs> I can do all those little jobs around the house I've been meaning to do for ages. I can't remember the last time I washed my bedsheets. It's been like sleeping in stinking metal. What about you, Teddy?
2: <laughs> well, I
1: don't know. I've always fancied going to prison. Well, now you can. I'll cancel the milk. I'll lock up.
0: See you, Teddy!
1: Ah, the office seems bare without them. Just three empty desks and a toilet. Gosh, it'll seem strange not coming into work here every day. <laughs> We've had some great times like the time we went to a harp recital in a cave. (laughs) Happy days. Quincy. Murder, she wrote. I can watch all the daytime telly I like now. (laughs) Goodbye, office. I don't suppose I'll ever see Chesney and Willis again. Oh, hello, Chesney and Willis. Hello, Hello, Teddy.
0: Gents, we've got serious amounts of work to do. But I thought we'd retired. Well, I went down the casino and blew my wad on the
1: craps table. (laughs) And I'm skint too. You know the plastic dog in reception that collects money for charity? I put a million pounds through the slot in its head. Couldn't resist. Had such a cheeky face. (laughs) Do you know what? I didn't really fancy giving up work anyway. It's my life. We'd just have got lazy.
0: Let's get back to work. Yeah! Mind you, it's gone four. We could nick off early.
1: Yeah, let's sneak out. We can catch up on work tomorrow. No, I'm throwing a sickie tomorrow. That's my boys. Working! Steve Davis, four.
0: The clack of the ball's there (laughs) as Henry takes his seat. (laughs) Steve Davis bouncing off the cushions, the referee asking him to stop as he's damaging the sofa. (laughs) Davis asking the referee for a rest. No time for that. Davis now asking the referee to get the spider for him as he's a little scared, I think. (laughs) Yes, the referee passing it to an usher to be flushed down the toilet. Henry getting just the slightest kiss there. The referee asking Mrs Henry to leave the playing area. Oh, and Davis pockets the black. Their referee has asked him to give it back, as it will be needed again. Henry now checking with the referee to see if he has a touching ball. <laughs> Judging by the tear in the referee's eye, that would seem to be the case. And there we must leave them. Not much snooker going to happen tonight. Just half a man, she said, not a proper hero, a pared-down geezer. I put up shelves and I change the fuses, but I keep puff pastry in the freezer. Half Charles Bronson and half Charles Hawtree, a he-man wearing sensible shoes, nerves of steel and knob of butter. I care for the finer things, a man for all seasonings, more daring don't than daring do. Well, so what if I'm a demi-hunk, if I'm a pappy, a macho man? Half Ronnie Cray, half Ronnie Corbett, I'm good at making jam. Half Russell Crowe, half Russell Harty, I mow the lawn and I do pilates. Before you turn your back on me, maybe you should look in the mirror and see that you're not quite the lady you think you might be. You're just half a woman with your trousers, suit and motorbike An English rose with a thousand thorns You're not as ladylike as you might think More sterling moss than Kate Moss You're a, a bottled jelly with a bottle of best You wear high heels but you wear a string vest You drink a docker into staggering stupor Swear the hind legs off a legion of troopers if I'm just half a man and you're just half a woman too, I'll do the washing you do, the welding, palm of violets and bindaloo. you your muscle and brawn, I'm yogurt and corn, but we've both got a role. If you do the simple fractions, a half and a half will make with some give and take an almost perfect whole. Let's stay together.
1: (laughs) Boys, will you please keep the noise down in here? It's well past your bedtime, and yet you continue to cavort around this dormitory like a bunch of teddy boys. Well, I won't stand for it, do you hear me? It may interest you to know that the evening of Canasta, I've been planning with Mr Hargreaves and the new French assistant, Monsieur Le Vavasseur, for well over a week has been completely ruined. (laughs) Mr Hargreaves is left with a fearsome headache caused directly by your perpetual ragging, and I fear Monsieur Le Vavasseur may soon go the same way. (laughs) You must appreciate... When well, I have time to myself, I don't simply mark books and beat boys up. No. <laughs> Strange as it may seem, I do have free time in which I like to relax. Yes, I do. Pendlebury Sims and Tendley Guff, you playing with horse chestnuts while I'm speaking? <laughs> well, stop it immediately! I am sick to death of marching into dormitories to find schoolboys dipping their conkers in vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> I expect Monsieur Le is when I have got to. If I have to return to this dormitory again, I will bring with me Clytemnestra the cane and Sophocles the slipper. Have I made myself clear? Good. Good night, boys. Copy, base. We've just completed another full sweep of the area. Over. Roger. Any sign of them? Over. Negative. We're losing light. Might have to call it a day. Over. We can't just leave them out there. Should give it one more try, over. Roger that, base. So where did you last see them? Over. If I knew that, they wouldn't be lost, would they? (laughs) Have you looked down the back of the sofa, over? Affirmative, no keys. Repeat, no keys. But I did find a pound coin, over. That's mine, I lost that last week, over. Sorry, base. Finders keepers, losers weepers. I winch it, I pinch it. We're just approaching the mantelpiece area now. Are they next to the clock? Over. Is that your mum on the photo with the blue frame? Over. Negative. That's my grandma. Are the keys next to the clock? Over. She looks like you. Over. Roger, will you just have a look? Over. Don't get stroppy. I'm trying to help. Over. Uh, sorry, Over. Didn't quite catch that bass. Over. Sorry, Roger, Over. You'll have to say it properly. Over. All right. Sorry for being short with you. Over. Okay. I will make a close pass of the clock. Over. Don't let the rotor blades clip the shepherdess. It's Royal Dalton. Over. Oh, hold on. They're in my pocket all the time. Over. an hour ago left this dormitory, expressly forbidding you to talk, and yet once again my game of canasta has been left dangling just as I was settling in with a dominant hand and about to freeze Monsieur Levavasseur's pile (laughs) what do I hear but giggling scampering and chuntering and flapping in the dormitories as if mice mice with bells on are having some sort of bell fight (laughs) If I discover that you boys have been playing Greek hopscotch or split the mink, I shall (laughs) discipline each and every one of you. You, boys, must learn the shame of collective responsibility, and so I will punish the entire dormitory, like Moses. (laughs) From now on, until the end of Barrymore term, your recreation periods are to be suspended. Instead, you'll sit in silence, in the Mullins room, learning hard verbs in German. Well, that shuts shut you up, hasn't it? Yes, I know it's your mother's funeral next Tuesday, Shankly Bennett, but you sort of thought about that before you went slipping and sliding around the dormitory boards like a drunken otter in clogs.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: because you've disrupted my leisure time, so shall I disrupt yours. When I have time to myself, I... I don't simply mark up books and beat boys off, Monsieur Le Bavis, sir! And I was thinking we might finally relax whilst you puffins behave yourselves. But oh no, you've spoilt it, spoilt it. Going now. And if I have to come back into this dormitory again, I shall come back with three canes, one for each hand, and by thunder I'll beat your faces off. Good night, boys. And now it's time to stumble into the Consultants Radio Archive. This week, an episode from their award-breaking science fiction series, The Adventure Bakers. It's just another busy day in the bakery for Tom and Chuffs. Or is it?
0: Ah, that's uh, two brown loaves and four delicious buns. There we go. See you tomorrow. <sighs> oh, I've never known such a lunchtime rush,
1: Tom. We're out of buns. Oh, no. I hope we don't have to turn any customers away. I hate that, Chuffs. Yeah, I wish we'd bake more buns at lunchtime. Yes. If only we could go back in time and have more buns ready for this afternoon. Oh, imagine a time machine that'd let us go back and bake extra Dover in the future. Hold on, Chuffs. Fetch Great Uncle Grunt's baking encyclopedia. He had a recipe for everything. After all, he used to supply buns to Queen Victoria herself. (laughs) Let's see. Sticky Toffee Toilet, Banoffee (laughs) Tractor, Black Forest Ghetto. Oh, look, banana muskari. Delicious, but of no practical use. Ah, here we go. Time Machine Strudel, a firm all-fruit time machine with apples, sultanas, (laughs) cinnamon, and nutmeg. Perfect. (laughs) Right, I'll preheat the oven. How long will it take? It says 40 minutes, but since it's a time machine, I would have thought that as soon as we'd cooked it, we could have sent it back to the present so it would arrive just about... ...now. <laughs> it's gone. It's arrived from the future. Mmm, it smells brilliant. Climb aboard, Chuffs, and bring some fresh dough to take on our journey to the past. Hey,
0: shall I put extra cinnamon on the control panel?
1: Yes, and I think we need more icing on the doorframe. Nuts on the gear stick. Of course. And for the seats, a sprinkling of hundreds and thousands. That certainly brightened it up. You man the controls, Chuffs, and take us back in time. To just before lunch.
0: Oh, it's a
1: slight problem. I think a clove got stuck in one of the vents. We've gone off course. Yes. According to the clock of chocolat, we're in our bakery, but have gone back 100 years, to 1868. Look, my legs are covered in sticky batter.
2: <laughs>
1: honk, honk. Now then, gentlemen, what's to do, eh? Good grief. It's Great Uncle Grutz. Helmany, belmany, my unborn futuristic
0: nephews. (laughs) Can we bake these buns in your oven? We need to take them back to the future and sell them all for a modest profit.
1: Yes, by Coco, They shall be ready in 15 minutes.
0: Why don't we use our time machine strudel to leap forward 50 That way the buns will be ready in no time at all.
1: Excellent idea, chuffs. Are you coming, Great Uncle Grutz? Why not? The fresh air will balance my (laughs) humours. Just pull yourself in through this doughy flap. (laughs) This isn't right. Hey, guys, where are we? Where's my bakery gone? It's vanished. That bakery's been in the Grutz family since Queen Victoria first nibbled on my crusty bloomer. I think I know the problem.
0: <laughs> there was a stray raisin on the control panel. I-, I thought it was a decimal point, so instead of going 15 minutes into the future, we've gone 15 centuries.
1: Everything has changed so much, all except Archie Strats and his swinging nuts. Hurrah!
0: Good evening. I'm Archie Struts, and here are my swinging nuts evening we're going to be singing for you. Robot Lady. Well, I was lonely in the future, so I built a robot lady, made her arms and legs from old tin cans, and I built her face from a frying pan. She had a furnace for a ribcage, she had soup spoons in her hips. I kissed her on the forehead, and I burnt off both me lips. <laughs> robot Good
1: night I love Archie Struts. Chipney Bibney, what's this strange creature made of tin and cog whistle? Oh it's a robot baker. Would you like a space bun? What's your flavour? Tell me what's your flavor. <laughs> oh, thanks Robot Baker. Oh, oh, these cakes are bland and tasteless. Oh, how could this happen? I'll get the strudel's in-baked computer to issue a report on rice paper. <laughs> According to this, Grutz's bakery was burnt down in 1868 after the owner vanished, leaving some buns cooking in the oven.
0: Crumbs, Tom, that must have been
1: us. Queen Victoria, unable to get her regular bun supply, invaded France and stole all the croissant. The whole of Europe dissolved into chaos and was destroyed in 1976 by an atomic pasty. (laughs) The world is now run by robots mass-producing cakes in the millions. The millions! Oh, the humanity. Now you see what happens when you play God with pastry. (laughs) We have to go back in time and stop those buns from burning. (laughs) We're back, and I don't smell burning. Your one wishes to purchase some buns. Merry bucket, it's Queen Victoria. But all we've got is that bun from the robot baker. It'll have to do. Here you are, Your Majesty. Compliments of the Grutz family. Ugh,
0: this bun is disgusting. Treason, guards, off with their heads. Whoa,
1: quickly, Chuck! Get us out of here. (laughs) Phew. Well done, chuffs. We've escaped. We're back in the present day where we belong. What about me? Oh, no. We'll have to return Great Uncle Grutz to his own time. Oh, but if we do that, he will be executed by Queen Victoria. But if I stay here, I won't be in the past and my shop will close. And you won't write the encyclopedia about the time machine recipe? Oh, We wouldn't be bakers, either. And we would never have given Queen Victoria a duff bun. Which theoretically means... We don't actually exist. <laughs> G'day mate Hello, I'd like a coffee please Cappuccino, eh? No, just a normal coffee, thanks Oh, a growler Sorry?
0: A growler? You have to ask for it by name It's on the board
1: mate Oh right, I'll um, I'll have a growler then
0: Tall, grandee or great? Um, What size mate? It's on the board mate
1: Large? Great What? You want a great
0: growler. You didn't ask, mate. It was on the board. Clean or dirty? Sorry? Do you want milk in it? It's on the board, mate.
1: Yes. So you want it dirty? Yes.
0: So so what do you want, mate?
1: I want a dirty great growler. Do you want it, uh... (laughs) Do you want it stuffed or drained? Sorry? Full fit or semi-skimmed? It's on the board, mate. Full fat? Stuffed. Lumps, mate? Lumps. Sugar? It's on the board, mate. Uh, yes, please. Rough or smooth? Um, regular or decaf? It's on the board, mate. Regular? You want it rough? Do you want it dry? Do you want it sticky? Oh. Do you want a shot of flavoured nut syrup in there? It's on the board, mate. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you've got to tell him what you want, otherwise you might get the wrong thing and then you get angry. All
0: right, calm down, mate. I'm having no drama in the coffee shop. Yes. So you want it sticky. Do you want protection? Protection. So do you want a lid on it? Yes. So what do you want, mate?
1: I, I want a coffee. Now you have
0: to ask for it by name. It's on the, the board, board, mate.
1: I would like a dirty great growler stuffed with lumps and I'd like it rough and I'd like it sticky with no protection.
0: That's a white coffee to go for the gentleman here.
1: it's like to have an evening off after a week of torment. (laughs) You wouldn't know how it feels to sit and have a pleasant evening chat with a witty Frenchman, would you? (laughs) Have a hand of canasta, glass of wine, candlelight, a gypsy violinist. (laughs) You weasels! You little weasels! Making my evening go wrong. Do you know that Monsieur Le father owns a bakery in Rouen? Did you know that? I doubt it. You'd be too busy dancing around and squealing like weasels to ask such a question, or listen politely in silence for the reply. Weasels. Monsieur Le knows massage, boys. He can take away pain. Imagine it, boys. Taking away pain. Oh, my boys. My weak boys. I've, I've had enough. I want to leave this world this world of dormitories and exiats and timetables and tuck boxes and pyjamas and prize-giving and catapults and translations and flogging and porridge and matins and wing collars, Greek verbs, cold showers, vaulting horses, hymns and semolina and blackboards. I just want to leave it all. I want to be in a world of, of laughter and roses and cream teas and Poetry and sunshine salmon and madrigals and incense and flogging and cut grass and whirlpool bars and <laughs> playful slaps and shrably and daffodils and moonlight and tai chi, Kleinborn, leather trousers, out south of Morocco! <laughs> Why did I ever leave? If I had a cane with me, I'd beat myself to death. <laughs> Good night, boys.
0: So, Mr. Penny, have you, uh, have you had a general anaesthetic before? No. Right, well, what I'm going to do is start slowly, then just build up the dosage till you're completely under. OK?
1: Yeah.
0: Let me slip this mask on you. Now, breathe slowly. Close your eyes. Can you count down from ten to one for me, please?
1: Uh, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, very good. Um, LAUGHTER
0: can you, uh, can you count back up again, please?
1: Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten.
0: Excellent. Excellent. I mean, do, do you feel anything? Do you feel light-headed, tired? No.
1: Hmm.
0: What about what about five types of jam? Can you name me five types of jam, Carson?
1: Um, strawberry, raspberry, apricot, um, black currant, red currant. Red currant's more
0: of a jelly, but I'll accept it. <laughs> I just uh, I'll, do, I'll just increase the dose just a little. It's still very very mild. 10 types of tree. What? All oh, right, right, something stronger. Uh, Namely 20 mammals that live underground.
1: Um, rabbit, fox, mole, vole, otter. Otters
0: don't live underground.
1: They live in holts.
0: Mr. Penny, I do know what I'm doing.
1: Sorry. Badger. Yeah, of course. Weasel. Right, that's six. Harvest mouse? No. <laughs> Wood mouse? Yeah, it's better. Stowed <laughs> Meerkat <laughs> oh, At last, he's out Sorry, I was just wondering <laughs> Can I have wood, Chuck? Alright, that's ten Look, Are you um? Are you at all sleepy? No, don't you have any gas?
0: <laughs> I might just have to use The strongest possible dosage
1: <clears throat> Oh, let your slumber
0: boat sail On my calm sea of words Drowsy boy, oh, you sleeping, <laughs> snoring child Cast away from the worries of this conscious, caring world and Drift down Dreamtime River on a smile For when the nightmares come, they'll come to you as waves Great back hoops of water that will flash into your brain As you start a new cast. The fluid fills your lungs
1: Pain and death reach out
0: as you swallow your own tongue It's really not helping Oh, sorry, so just relax, (laughs) girls Lie back on your silken pillow Let me soothe your brow Oh, you sweetly an angel-beaming boy Melt into your fluffy cotton candy Out down Let your worries float into the sky That's when the paranoia comes like a horde of screeching bats. Was that a noise downstairs? Did you turn off all the taps? What are those searing chest pains? Is the gas on? Where's the light? Well, you've been murdered in your bed by a burglar in the night. Please, just let me sleep. All right, calm down. don't see what you're so uptight about. Just relax. It's the words. All right, all right, no no words. (laughs)
2: <laughs> stop
1: it, stop it, stop it! right
0: i know exactly what to do <laughs> so now it's time to wave goodbye to the long long day that's past and join the snoozing angels in the mist Slide down, Mr. Moonbeam, to the sleepy town motel. Close your eyes, breathe out. And then stitch this. (laughs) Uh, Ah, look at him. He's out like a light. (laughs) Let's
2: operate!
1: was written and performed by The Consultants with additional material from James Eldred and the voice of Jeffrey Wheeler. Music and noises were by George Cockrell and Jerry Peel. The consultants are Neil Edmond, Justin Edwards and James Rawlings. The producer was Will Saunders.